Hey guys, what's going on? This is Adrian and you're listening to the Nerdy Fusion Podcast. Welcome back again to another episode. Let me just give you the breakdown right away. Today I'm going to be talking about being an average looking guy, uh, sex, and maybe some F1 towards the end. We'll see if I have time. You know what the deal is with me if you've been listening for a while. But yeah, let's jump in right away. And I want to start by quoting Jim Jeffries. Uh, I remember he once said that he's a solid six because he's not too ugly, he's not too handsome, and I feel I'm a solid six. Nobody's gonna be like, ugh, who's this animal? I have a face that is very easy to forget, and I'm not excited that I'm an average guy, but I'm happy that at least I'm not an ugly guy because being an ugly guy is sad, but you know what's worse than that? Being an ugly girl. Being an ugly girl is a tragedy. Hey, don't you cancel me. I tell you what, it sucks when you're not as big as Joe Rogan. They will cancel my ass really quick, I tell you that much. But if you just listen to what I have to say first, it's still going to sound horrible. But, you know what? It's going to be the truth. You can't cancel the truth. I mean, that hasn't stopped some people from trying. I just feel really bad when I hear girls say stuff like, I'm just looking for someone who wants something more than just sex. And in my head, I'm like, yikes. The only thing men want is sex. Unless you can fix shit. Like drop the transmission, put a cold air intake, add a turbo to my car, have the woodworking skill level of a Japanese artisan. Like, you need to do some shit. So if you don't know how to fix shit, chances are we're there for the sex. I'm sorry to tell you. It had to be said, and I said it. I mean, if I really think about it, men discover they only want sex the minute they realize that their penis can be used for something other than peeing. People keep expecting men to change, but there's nobody out there having the conversation with little boys about their anatomy. Because for the longest, my peepee was only for peeing, and then one day, my peepee became a monster. What are you, taking a math test? Well, fuck you, I'm getting hard now. Welp, it's that time of the morning where I just get hard for no reason whatsoever. Uh-oh, that towel just grazed me with the lightest of touches. There's no other choice. I have to get hard now. Just in case you didn't get what I was doing there, that was my dick talking. I tell you, my dick was a bully. Just getting hard in the most random places and times of day. And that used to scare the shit out of me. I used to hide whenever that happened. Like, what the fuck is going on? Why is my dick getting hard? What the fuck? Which seems crazy because all of you guys now know what to do. But as a kid, you don't know. So there I was hiding, trying to pray my boner away. And you probably know by now that that doesn't work. But then you find out all you have to do is rub it or stick it in something and the boner goes away. So, yeah. We need more parents having that difficult talk with the, with the kids. Anyway, going back to it. Men only want sex. We are simple-minded creatures. Like I said, the minute you discover sex, that's like, alright, this is all I want to do now. Sex is really society's driving force. What, you think I work this hard because I have to? No, I need to have a better nest than the fucker next to me. That's a reference to this nature show I saw a while back where this bird was making a nest to attract females. And 
females got to choose the bird with the best nest. And that's how things work. And of course, there's always that one bird who has a shitty nest. So he has to do an extra song and dance to attract the females. Come on, homie, you'll never get to mount a bitch with that nest. What I'm trying to say is that I have a shitty nest. So I have to work extra hard to get laid. That's how it works. Which is a lot like being an ugly girl. And that's how you bring it back around, baby. Boom, chakalaka. You thought I forgot about that initial point that I made at the beginning, but I flipped it around and brought it back. You know what I'm doing. Anyways, all I'm saying is, if you're an average girl or maybe below average, things are not going to be easy for you. You're going to have to fight for everything you want in life, just like a guy would. <laughs> and I know that by me saying that, I'm echoing another comedian, which at the moment, his name escapes me. Which is a shame. But yeah, you don't need somebody to tell you this. I think deep inside we all know what the deal is. Some girls are going to have to work. That's how it is. And some guys are going to have to work extra hard. And you could be a good looking guy, a good looking girl. Like things just come to you. But I have to fight for the pussy I want to get. Like I need to put in a whole song and dance number. Give them the whole repertoire. You know, come back for an encore. I have to do everything. Ain't nobody fucking remembering my face and going home that day and be like, oh, that guy I saw in the subway, he, he really, he really did a number on me. Like, no, <laughs> no, nobody really thinks about it like that. So that's how it is. Um, now, moving on to F1, crazy race, uh, last race we had, um, Charles Leclerc was seemingly on the lead when all of a sudden he had some sort of incident with his car. And what's interesting is not the incident, but what happened after the fact. Because if you hear the recording or the, the radio uh, communications between the, him and the team, it seems like he's having an issue with the gas pedal or whatever. Uh, I don't know if he's sticky, he doesn't want to let out, or maybe there's something wrong with the engine. I don't know what the situation is, but at least on that radio call... It seemed like it wasn't his fault and he was angry. You can tell that he was so pissed. At one point, he just screamed out loud. You can hear him scream out of frustration because the team doesn't give him a car that is reliable. Now, after the whole thing happened, they must have had a talk with him in the back. Like, hey, listen, you can't be out there like yelling like that, like screaming out loud. You're going to have to go out into the press conference or whatever and behave like an adult and just say that you fucked up. Don't put this on the team. I think that's the conversation that happened backstage that nobody's talking about. Because after that whole thing happened where he was furious, that he was like unhinged, he was going crazy. All of a sudden he went to the press conference all composed. He's like, I apologize to all the fans. Um, I made a mistake and I know I, sh I need to work on getting better. And I was like, what are you talking about? You have been one of the best drivers this entire weekend, the entire race weekend. And you can be out here saying that you need to work on being better. Like you are good enough. Something happened. I, I just don't believe that that's the truth. I don't believe that it was his fault that he made that mistake and that he ran into the wall. I think 
Ferrari has been having reliability issues with that car. And Charles got a little crazy. And then they told Charles, like, yo, yo, keep it down. Don't be acting up like that on TV, whatever. And we'll fix this privately. I think he took one for the team. That's what I think. But, hey, don't take my word for it, all right? You know, I just feel sad that he didn't win that race because he has been doing really well lately. But, yeah. And on that disappointing note, it's time to end the episode. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next one.